This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. What is going on? How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Doing okay. Doing just fine. God, you know, we're back with Married at First Sight. Um, we're winding down. I think I got like four or five more episodes to go. Um, thank you, Kevin and Rosa, for being on the last episode, episode 103. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, another monster of an episode, four hours plus. But, I mean, as you can see why, it was a great, it was much needed. It was a great time. You know, we we heard the before, we heard some of the middle of the wedding. And then after, you know, the post-wedding, see how everything goes, see how they are, and what their future holds for them. So thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, definitely going to have you on again. N- no worries. So, um, we have another episode of Married at First Sight. It's, um, it's, and it's one of the special ones, you know. Uh, it's Married at First Sight, Season 14, Episode 14. I love it when the season matches with with the episode. I don't know why. It's just so cool. Um, yep. So Married at First Sight, season 14, episode 14. It's just a blip. So, uh, this episode was anything but that. <laughs> that was a, a phrase coined by Lindsay saying that like, hey, you know, to reference like, hey, whatever we're going through, it's just a small little thing. It's like, it's like a hiccup. It's like a blip. Something that you should see on the, uh, what is it? On the, um, you know, on the, um, uh, what are those things called on the on the screen you know when you go to the hospital the what are those things called not snake eyes um flatline you know the, on the on the you know the beep beep that thing um it's just a blip but yeah pretty much everybody was sticking to their guns about whatever they were believing and they were not making it a blip they were making it either an uh, an, an issue that can't, couldn't be resolved or an all out blowout so let's just get into it so we get to, uh, it's 13 days until decision day. We have Stephen Noy. So they're, this is the retreat episode where they're going to go on a retreat. They're, they don't, they didn't, do they usually? No, they don't usually go out of the U.S. They just go to like someplace up north or, or wherever they are. So they're in Boston. This, this season is taking place in Boston. And they got to go three hours to Peru, Vermont. And the facility there is freaking beautiful like i'm telling you man like one of these days like i don't know whenever i get money or i'm famous and i can get to have money i would love to just take one of my like groups of friends and just freaking hang out and just have fun like i would fucking love you don't understand i would love that you know what i mean um yeah i would love that but anyway so they're all getting themselves prepared and noise like oh you know it's kind of crazy with you know that i can't bring sushi because whatever you know i guess he couldn't come the sushi's are dog and people are like oh man like why can't you why can't you why can't you bring sushi is she dead or something like that and then and you know she she's like no like he's not dead i just need to bring him you know to the shelter or to the kennel or whatever and then steve is like oh man yeah you better watch out you know what you post on social media because other people will interpret misinterpret what you're saying you know it's a different perspective you know because he's trying to like you know be petty because she's like mr social media and talks about everything 
about what's going on in her life pertaining to Steve. And she's like, whatever, Steve, whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's right, Steve. You freaking tell her. You tell her because she's fucking annoying. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it's, um, yeah, 13 days until decision day. And they're on day 43 of marriage. So we have Jasmine and Michael. Everybody's, you know, making everybody individually is making their way to the cabin. So, of course, um, uh, Jasmine and Michael are doing fairly well. But at the same time, when I mean fairly well, they are doing fairly well. But like, but let's say they started at zero, right? At the wedding. They went to like negative five, right? Because of the all arguing and stuff like that. So now they're finally back to zero after all this time. After like uh, making jokes with each other, being vulnerable, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they're they're they've been doing a grand old time, but they're still at surface level. They're back at zero. So uh, Michael is like, "Yo, so what do we need to do to get to that next step?" And she's like, "Oh, well, you know, have more deep conversations because I want to know about you." Blah blah blah. And he's like, "All right, cool. Um, what 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 does that entail? What does need what what needs to happen?" And I'm just like, "Yo, Michael, man." And she's like, and she says, "It's like, oh, you know, it just needs to be a spark. I just need to feel it." But but he needs he wants to have a quantifiable uh, answer for that. And I'm like, "Bro, it's not gonna happen. It's the feeling, man. And you know, she's a woman. You know, it's, it's just it's just gonna be um, a feeling. And it's like it sucks because he is trying to get a sense of what she means, only because like he 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 truly is trying to." you know see what's up but he's trying to make it like a mathematical thing where it's a feeling thing because michael's trying to make it seem like if she's like okay um because he because he's saying oh let's say zero we're enemies five we're in the middle and ten we're like will and jada and this is obviously pre-slap heard around the world and she's like oh well you know we're at a five but i need us to be you know, in between five and ten, because she says it doesn't need to be a ten for me to say this, for me to say yes on decision day, which is good. Um, so he's like, all right, cool. But like, it almost seems as if he's like, oh well, what do I need to do exactly? Because like, it's not going to be like, okay, Jasmine is like, well, what you need to do, well, if you give me like three cupcakes like tomorrow, they'll go from five to seven. So he'll be like, oh, okay, fine, and then you know he'll definitely do it because he wants it to be not transactional but like something that he does that automatically like puts puts her up a couple points in the direction that he wants and it's not going to be that you know like you need to court her you need to make her feel safe blah 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 but also too yeah get into uh, deep conversations but like this chick always wants to get into deep conversations i get it i'm a deep conversation guy i, lo- I love that shit but like i mean what what have you not unless he's being quiet about it what have you not learned about this man like again his fa- his like entire family freaking died bro like he has like four sisters and and like that's it you know like his mom's dead dad is dead brother is dead grandmother dead it's like that's like the family tree man you know like it's like it's just like all the fruit is just still like alive whatever you know you can't i mean maybe you could reroute some of the people but like you're not gonna have that family tree again because they're all gone you know and and it it sucks but at the same time it's like freaking jasmina man what do you what do you what do you want from me (laughs) what what do you need 
so um we're at St we're with Stephen Annoy um and Steve is still annoyed at Noy about the social media thing and she's talking about like listen I get to do what I want you know and regardless of your feelings and he's like word like this is how you're really gonna treat me um this isn't cool I don't like this at all um and I feel you know I feel bad because it does look good because she does like put everything out there for like no reason um and it's like okay you can be feeling whatever you're feeling but you don't need to announce it you don't need to address it because yes people will take that um will will interpret whatever you're saying to their own devices and it might and it might it it will most likely be detrimental to your marriage and your mental health so i don't i don't see why she's not cognizant of it she's like eh, whatever you know i'll just put whatever i want even though nobody wants her to but you know hey whatever she's a queen she does whatever she wants so we get to Lindsay and mark so Lindsay gets up from her slumber early in the morning let's say it's like eight mark is still sleeping because you know it's vacation time he doesn't need to get up at any particular time and also he has no job so he doesn't need to get up but she's like you know hitting him is not hitting him like forcefully just like play fighting not even play fighting just like you know she's kissing him on the cheek you know she, she's tickling him and he's like yo you know get off me whatever I was like, yo i'm just trying to sleep whatever and she's like no no i'm up i'm up let's go let's do stuff let's do stuff he's like all right yo go meet me at the, the goddamn porch um i'll meet you in a freaking hour because i'm still sleeping she's like all right now, i don't know if that hour actually happened or whatever but you know he got up made her some coffee gave her some coffee and he's like okay yo so i did like i ordered us you know something for us to do as a couple before uh two weeks before decision day and he was like you know i got you a sound bath because you know sometimes you know you could be hectic and she's like that's not that's not nice that's fucking rude for you to say blah blah, blah. she gets offended and he's like what the fuck he's like yo i'm just joking and like she just like it was like 180 she was like all happy and giddy then boom she was like done for the day and um she was just she was just hurt and i'm just like fam it wasn't even that big of a joke i mean maybe there was definitely was some um there was some um truth to what he was saying but still like you don't need to make it seem like he called you ugly or did a complete you know freaking absurdity you know or something like that you know it's like fam what are you what are you doing like you don't need to <sighs> Lindsay you don't need to do that and he's like yo I'm sorry and she's like you know you keep taking digs at me and you know I laugh through them and stuff like that but you know but it still hurts the effect still hurts I'm like um Lindsay have you have you been watching this show while you've been being a part of it because you're the queen you don't even you don't even dig at people you rightfully insult them and you don't care if they take it as a joke or not but you're gonna let them know how you feel why is that okay but you can't take a simple thing like like him saying whatever brings you back to being a child at like eight years old or whatever and your mom telling you that you ain't shit and now you you have you suffer from ptsd 
Whereas you can joke around with anybody else around any subject and you're fine. We'll definitely get into that later near the, near the final moments of the episode. But it's freaking garbage, yo. I didn't like that whatsoever. Like all Mark wanted to do was just do something well for you and you just can't take the fucking joke. Like, I don't understand how she's like, oh, you know, you, you do digs at me and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. You make fun of his penis and his stamina, whether it's in front of him. No, what? Yeah, whether it's in front of him alone or in front of him with a, th- a third party, which was like with Dr. Viviana, you, you told, you said that like how he wasn't good or whatever, or like he's selfish in bed. And, and then you said that, and then at the bowling alley, you started talking smack as well talking about his job and all that stuff and again bringing up his dick like he ain't got shit so it's like fam you're he said he was just doing like jokes and stuff but maybe you know with a hint of sarcasm you are just doling out straight insults for him that you can't even recover on it's not like oh man she said my dick is small again no that's a huge um no pun intended a low blow you know and you do that without without any remorse you go in and then now all of a sudden you're freaking crying and making making yourself the victim and that's literally what mark says he's like oh great now she's in a pissy mood fine be in your damn pissy mood but like this is what you do you make things about you and you're like oh man and then you make mark the uh villain which is exactly what you're doing here. Again, what Mark said does not coincide with how Lindsay is feeling. Lindsay is feeling like on the dumps and saying, Lindsay is acting like Mark said, like, listen, um, I don't want to be with you anymore. You suck and your pussy stinks. And like him saying he meant it, like that's how she's treating what he previously said. Like, and it's like, fam, you need to calm down, man. You need to calm the fuck down. But, um, and she's like, oh, you know, if I based, what was it? If I based my life on how others spoke to me, I wouldn't feel very good. I, I stopped allowing other people into my life, you know, pertaining to like her mom and all that stuff. And it's just like, yo, if you keep doing that, you're going to, send everybody away and all you're gonna be speaking to is your plants because your plants are the only people that like satisfy you but anybody else brings up insight of criticism you get offended and you're like oh nope i don't want to speak to you and then you freaking shove them away like this whole like it's so funny too because last episode i was like man we really got we made some headway i get why Lindsay is the way that she is because her mother traumatized her and she feels that every time somebody talks to her, she feels like she's getting hurt. So she wants to hurt them even more. But she recognized this teeter-tottering of emotions. And I'm thinking that she's going to stop. Nope. She doubles down. And that's the thing. Because, like, he didn't even insult you. But yet you took that in- insult and, like, made it about you. And you want to be coddled and you want to be cared for. And it's like, yo, I'm sorry, Lindsay, but freaking grow a pair of balls, man. Like, it's not that serious. I'm sorry. 
So um, we get to Katina and Olajuwon. They're having their little, uh, you know, alpaca trip and all that stuff because Lindsay and Mark did the sound bath. Katina and Olajuwon, they're doing, um, you know, they're rolling around with alpacas. And, and it's cool because, like, one alpaca was born, like, 15 minutes before they got on the scene. So they got to see that alpaca's first walks and all that stuff and whatever. So they're having fun. And then, you know, they they, they have their little brunch. And then uh, Olajuwon's like, yo, so what I was thinking was, like, um, you are... He's he's like when when did you want to have kids and she's like oh in two years and he's like okay well when are you supposed to be done with school and he's, she's like oh yeah in two years and he's like okay well how are you gonna have time for kids when you just finish school and she's like oh well you know it could be done you know I saw my mom do it and stuff you know she's a single mother and I'm just like mm. you know no offense to single mothers but that's not necessarily the most ideal way of looking things at life. And that's exactly what Olajuwon's point was, because he was saying that, like, listen, you know, you're gonna be you're gonna be ending your career. I mean, you're gonna be starting your career, and also being a mother. Like, those those two things are extremely hard to do, and he and without the proper headway, you're gonna fail on either side. You know, but both both sides are gonna are going to be uh, strained because of what you're doing right now. And he's like, and I don't want to be the brunt of that because he said he doesn't want to, you know, raise his family and raise his wife because that's what's going to happen. All this, all this work is going to be on him now, which I kind of understand. But again, he needs to work on his delivery, but he's not wrong though. Like that's going to be a very taxing thing to like have your, you know, to run a household and, run your career and he's not saying the the good thing is he's not saying that like oh he wanted her to be a stay-at-home mom so he could work he's like nah but that's gonna be hard for you to be at the beginning of your career and start a family at the same time it's like it's not like you're established in your job and then you want to have kids that's different because he said with him you know, for like the past five years, he was, he got all his schooling out of the way or all that stuff. That's why he got to amass the amount of wealth that he has and the job that he has and the house that he has. He paid all his student loans. He, his, his house is paid for all school students, uh, student things are done. Now, all that he has is to have a family now because that, that, that's done. He's good. Or, or, or not even that, it's to have a family, but like also to like go on trips and stuff. Because he said, yo, I want to take you on trips and stuff. I, I, I travel all the time. I could do two, three trips in a month. But if you're having but if you're having kids and starting a career, you can't do that. I mean, we can't go on trips anymore. So he's like, yo, you need to do it this way, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, he's super militant about that, about having it, having things go this way and that way, where it doesn't need to be like that. And it's true. It doesn't need to be like that. He, but again, he's speaking as somebody who has, who, who's at the finish line where you're still in the middle of things. And that's, yes, I know two people can do the same thing differently. But he's just, that's all he's just speaking about on, on the perspective of, listen, I'm already done. Um, and this is how I did it and it worked. Um, but yeah, but she's like, don't worry, you know, I'm capable of 
what I'm doing. And he's like, yeah, yo, I'm not, I don't want to offend you, you know, but I'm just saying like the single mother thing, the upbringing is not necessarily an ideal aspect. You know, that's not something to aspire to be and say like, yeah, if my mom can do it, I can do it too. Like, I am sure your mother had a extremely hard time uh, raising you and having a career. I'm sure it was not easy as you're making it out to be. Yes, it was doable, but is but is that feasible? Should you do it just because you can do it? You know, so so right. Um, what's it called? Uh, Jasmine and Michael. Um, and they're at a they do their thing where it's a medium. Um, because Jasmina believes in mediums and stuff, and I guess I kind of do too. I actually do want to see a medium. I need to look that up and see what uh, this woman says or man, whatever. Um, so again like i don't know man like i hate i don't like jasmina because again like the medium and it's not her fault she she literally does not know michael or jasmina but she makes him bring up i mean she's like oh i'm i'm feeling something around three or five years old what happened then oh my my brother died oh okay and i'm feeling something at 13 years old oh yeah mm -hmm. my uh father died prostate cancer you know whatever and she's like oh, okay all all these points all these points that she's bringing up it's it's surrounded a death and like you see freaking jasmina crying and all that stuff and i'm like yo this is your fault like i mean granted uh, michael wasn't mad about it but it's like i don't know it's so manip uh, to me it seems mani manipulative like i want to know all your secrets so you know you could be vulnerable and then you can lean on me and then i can like have control over you or something like that i don't know it seems her, you know her face looking at him telling all his secrets out there i don't know it just feels because she doesn't talk about her shit you know she doesn't talk about how like nobody wanted her ass like her father freaking left her her mom left her so the stepmom you know the person that the dad married had to like take her in like that's fucked up but like she she mentioned that like once and then like that's it but she wants but yo this is like the fourth or fifth episode that Michael has mentioned that his damn near entire family died when he was young, you know? And like, yeah, we need to have those deep talks. Well, let's talk about something else other than that. Well, what about that? What Can we talk about like finances? Can we talk about how many kids you want? Can we talk about like how come like, I don't know, what, whatever else. But it doesn't necessarily always have to be about the family, man. And like, what, like, what do you, what do you need to know from that era in his life i mean yes i know it helps you understand where he came from and and how he is mentally but there are far more other questions you can ask to gauge what kind of a person this is and i hate that she keeps digging that goddamn well talking about his family like that i it i, I don't know for some reason for me it just seems very manipulative like she wants him to say everything so she can have like his heart in her hand for some odd reason. I don't know why I feel like she's going to be like the evil queen in like in Maleficent. I mean, not in Maleficent, in Sleeping Beauty, who is Maleficent. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, mm, that shit, that shit unnerves me, man. I don't like it one bit. Anyway, we get to um, the final stretch of the episode where it's the, um, um, the Man at First Sight you know, most likely, like, 
mini trivia game that they always do and always fucks up any relationship where it's like, hey, you know, who's most likely to do this? Who's most likely to do that? They always freaking do that. And of course, it always ends up blowing up, blowing up in people's face. So, um, so then, of course, you know, Lindsay is, you know, they're all having fun. I, I don't care what the questions were. I mean, they're, 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 I mean, they were, they were like innocent, you know, like, oh my God. Like, oh, one of them was like, um, which one of which one of us is most likely to get like plastic surgery and a lot of people said um noi and noise like oh my god i can't believe you guys said that because i said that too <laughs> you know so it's like shit like that you know fun stuff but then you know the more and more it started getting a little like i guess more personal but it's, it's nobody's fault it's, it's just just how, how the question is so and of course Lindsay is like you know drinking it up and whatever and you know how how much of a lush she is so one of the questions was like, oh, uh, who would be most likely to lie about their sex life to their friends? And then like, um, I think Lindsay said Mark and I think Mark said himself. No, no, Mark said Lindsay. And then like Lindsay was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'd probably say like the sex was, you know, good. And like everyone's like, oh, shit. Like Elijah was like, oh, come on, girl. And everyone's just like, huh. And then. uh uh, Michael and Jasmina, they just like have like this stunned look on their face and they just like turn away like, yo, I can't believe this chick said this. But of course, for her, it's okay because she's joking, even though she didn't even say that she's joking. She was just like laughing like the Joker, you know, like maniacally. And people are like, is she joking? Nah, she's, it's real. She's not joking, but she finds it funny, which is even worse. You know what I mean? And it's like, wow. And she has the audacity, like earlier in the episode, to explain to Mark, oh, I hate it when you dig at me and my feelings get hurt. But at the same time, this chick is wilding out, going ham, saying that his sex skills are horrible to everyone, to the whole crew. You know, it's like, how can I feel sorry for you? How can I feel any sort of remorse for you if you're doing the same thing? that you're accusing Mark of doing. It it's it's appalling. Like she's she's such a bitch. And like then, you know, they keep going in and then it's like um the the, the next question was like, "Oh, who's most likely to be a stay-at-home mom?" And then Noi answers, she's like, "Yeah, you know, cuz I, I want to be, you know, I I would want to be at home and raise my kids." And then of course, fucking Lindsay always has to be somebody. She's like, Oh, do you think a working mother isn't raising her kids? And she's like, no, it's that I want to be around my kids more. You know what I mean? And she's trying to make it seem like, oh, she, she, it's so it's so funny because like you know she's in an argumentative state because like like that would be reserved for somebody who wants to be a stay at home mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you don't think a you know you don't think a stay at home mom is a working mom? You know what I mean? Cause she's at home, so it's like the same thing. Oh, you don't think it's you don't think a stay at home mother? I mean, no, you don't think a working mom raises her kids? Of course she does, but not. Not I don't want to say not as well, but like clearly, if the working mother is working, and the stay at home mother is not working, she can take care of her kids more because she's with them more. Is you know, it's not a matter of better is that more like I'm spending more time with my kids and that's what she wants to do why is it why is it why does there need to be 
such beef about that. And then, you know, Lindsay went on, like, oh, my God, working mothers and mother. Like, shut the fuck up, yo. Now you're just trying to argue to argue, you know? It's like, come on, man. Um, and, but the, the funny thing, oh, yeah, and then, and then like, Lindsay's like, oh, like, well, that's great. Like, look at them. You know, the jobless husband and, uh, no, the jobless husband. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, the jobless husband and the stay-at-home mother. Hmm. You know, good luck with that, you know, future. Like, she, I mean, she disses them in the confessional, but, like, damn, you really said that, too? Like, that's so fucked up. Like, what is your issue? You know what I mean? And it's like, but but the caveat to that is that now we find out what noise true thing is, is why and, and why she's up Steve's ass is because she wants to be, she doesn't want to work anymore. She And she wants Steve to work. So it wasn't, it was never about him being equal to her and stuff like that. And like, oh, I want him to have a job because I have a job and I've never, and I've never not had a job in my entire life, blah, 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 blah. So now all that shit went by the wayside. Now her true intentions are out. She wants to be a fucking stay-at-home mom, not do any work, so Steve can fucking make the money. That's, this is what her ultimate job is. That's why she keeps harping on finances, you know? So, and that and that wasn't even like, and, that, and that's fucked up because that's not even what Steve wanted to do. It's not like he wanted to be the um, uh, bum or whatever and like she work. It's just that he doesn't want to work a nine to five. He still wants to work, just not a nine to five and gain money. Noi wants to stop working completely so he can fucking get the bread and and he work. So that's fucked up. But I'm glad that that question happened and we found that out her real intentions, but in a very bad way because Lindsay is a bitch and it shouldn't have she shouldn't have attacked Noi like that uh, unnecessarily you know but in rare form the next joke the next thing was like um who is most likely to start a fight everybody across the board said Lindsay and then she got offended it's like bitch how can you get offended you just started a fight literally uh, uh, you know right before this question happened how can you be offended you know she's like well I got God in my heart and blah, blah, blah. You know, she started, she started, it was so weird because like she's from fucking Boston, but yet she had a black accent on. She's like, I got God in my heart and blah, blah, blah and all this stuff. And, you know, I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Blah, 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 blah. And whatever. I know who I am. I'm true to myself. Fuck y'all. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bitch, shut up. You know, like stop not being able to take criticism, you know? And I guess, well, I guess that's the issue, too, because she's taking criticism from her mother her entire life. But that doesn't mean that you can't ever, ever again, you know, like this, this show proves that you need criticism in your life because you're a horrible communicator and you tell everybody else that they're horrible. No, bitch, you're horrible. <laughs> you're a horrible communicator. You're, you're, you're horrible. You know, it's, it's, it's. I don't know. And of course, it's because like she's fucking drunk off her ass that she doesn't see this, you know? I don't understand if she's an alcoholic or whatever, but like her alone is bad, but then when she gets tipsy and drunk, that's when she's the worst. 
And I don't know why we need to tolerate that. Just like how Lindsay feels that, oh, I don't need to be tolerated by what Mark allegedly did to me. Why do you feel that we need to tolerate what your bullshit? Why do we need to tolerate with your bullshit? We don't. You know, so I don't understand. Um, I don't know. But she got heated. And, um, yeah, and whatever. And she, you know, she got pissy for the night. And then the next morning, she got fucking, I don't know what she got out of poisoning or whatever. But she drank too much, so she had to go to urgent care or whatever. And I'm like, good for you. You know, that's what you get. You know, oh, that's God in my heart. Well, that's God in your stomach, too. You know, you know, whooshing, whooshing up all that alcohol all together, you know, like a, like in a cauldron and making your ass throw up and, and serving you right. Making sure you get humbled, you know, and you are definitely humbled because you almost freaking jumped out of a moving car to throw up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. She's like the fucking worst. But yeah, but that's the end of the episode. But yeah, man, she was, she was bad. Uh, I don't know. She needs to. She really needs to get herself together. Mark needs to really evaluate if he wants to deal with that for the rest of his life. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. It's it's she's 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 the worst. But anyway, um, moving on. You know what time it is? It's the ends. The, the Skin Deep's The End self-edition card game. And we are on number 90, I believe. Let me just double-check on that. Uh, yes, we are on number 90. And let's see what uh, card 90 has in store for me. What is the most important thing to me right now and why? Wow, G- getting out of my job. <laughs> that is the most important thing to me right now because it is slowing me down so much. Like I had I had an amazing weekend this weekend. Like seriously. Um freaking um I I I spent time with my friend and his friends because it was his 40th birthday his wife threw him a a birthday party and it was so cool it was just fun it was a nice pool party burgers whatever hot dogs you know fruit you know in the pool and just you know just talking shooting the shit you know and it was fucking great it was awesome and it was such a perfect day it was a good day everybody brought their kids i don't have a kid and they played wiffle ball on the street you know what i mean and like it was cool got to talk about my superhero shit well, you know, it was great. It was a good time, you know. And then today, um, I happened to have the day off again, and um, I just relaxed. I mean, I was working on this podcast, but I, I pretty much relaxed. I, I was glad that I didn't have to work today. You know, coming off of a great day like that, you know. So I was super happy about that, you know. Um, and now, you know, tomorrow I have to fucking go to work. And I don't want to go to work. You know what I mean? I, I, I truly don't. Like, I like doing this stuff. I like podcasting. You know, I, I, I you know, it's my fault, too, because I haven't been really diligently sitting down and searching for a job. But at the same time, the reason why I don't do that is because I really don't know what I'm looking for. And that's always hard. But I do um, 
I do like when I do my thing. You know, with podcasting, writing, all that stuff. I, 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 I don't. My job just takes away my time so much. It just does. Like I'll be in the middle of like something great. I'll be like, oh man, let me write this down. I have this idea. And I'm like, yep, this is what I'm gonna do. Boom, bam, bam. And then I'm like, oh, look, you know, it's that time to get ready for work. And I'm just like, ugh. And then I'm just there for like eight hours doing absolutely nothing. And like. You know, it's like an eight, nine hour gap for me to come back home to get back to what I was doing. But then, you know, that's eight or nine hours. I forget what I was doing. I forget what was hot. You know, I, I, you know, I, I like to strike when the iron's hot and my job gets in the way of that. So it just really sucks that I lose my momentum. And, I, you know, I'm, I'm just over it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. Like, I don't hate the people there. I like, you know, most of the people there. But I'm just over it. I'm 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 done. Like I'm ready for the next chapter of my life. Like seriously. Like come on, let's go. Let's 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 stop this bullshit, you know? But yeah. But that yeah, that's that's the most important thing that, that I want to do right now. Get out of my job. And I'm trying to manifest that. That's why I'm sorry if you keep hearing that. Like, damn son, get out of that damn job. I know, I know I'm trying. I'm trying very hard. Um, but I'm manifesting it. I'm manifesting it. Alright? So yeah, that's it. So that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Listen Notes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D. That is at TinkPod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, you can email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com, and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. <laughs>